WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. And knowledgeable Boston sports talker Drop it in hotter than a tropical climate Breaking news, he supplies it And you want the truth? Scoops, Keith will find it He's talking about all the sports And he's also a hashtag dork And a father of two sweet daughters The leader of your squad For you evening marauders And night commuters Tune in and sit tight Six to ten, more like six to midnight. Ow, the mic's hot on the Night's Watch crew. Celtics, Bruins, Pats, and Red Sox, too. Doing this since the Rich Keith Project. Now we've got podcasts and Twitch stream content. KWFE on WEEI. It's the Rich Keith Show, so here's your guy. All right, welcome into a Wednesday night edition of the Rich Keith Show with Fitzy here on WEEI. Full four-hour program for you tonight. And you can join us at any time at 617-779-799. 937. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Rich Keefe Show. And you can also watch the program on Twitch. Just follow WEEI and you get all the shows from 6A all the way up until 10P. Fitzy, how are you today, sir? Oh, Rich, it is just another evening in Boston Sports Paradise. Yourself? Sure. I'm doing great. Doing yeah. great. Another day, another head coach out, another long tenured head coach out. And uh, Pete Carroll. After 14 seasons in Seattle, including a uh, Super Bowl win, another Super Bowl appearance, where kind of famously lost that one, uh, out. And we were just talking the other day about he wants to return. It looks like he's going to stick around, so that's not going to be a head coaching vacancy. Turns out, Pete Carroll, and they had this whole thing, and he even had a press conference, like a 45-minute press conference, and they're saying like he's going to be an advisor or whatever. I get the sense he's still going to be coaching. I think he's going to. I think there's going to be a deal somewhere there, and what? Pete Carroll is going to coach somewhere. But yeah, what was your first reaction when you heard that Pete Carroll was out? Uh, it was a bit of a surprise, considering that he's never really had a significant losing season. Now, in 14 years, they went to two Super Bowls. One they won in convincing fashion. One I feel like the other one didn't go their way. It didn't, and there was a chance that it could have. There yeah. was a there was a, there was one very specific play that maybe could have gone their other way they're actually a pretty good example or um case study i guess as if a good young team wins a super bowl you can't pencil them in for two three four titles like you just can't do it because be careful when russell wilson and that defense first won you're like oh boy the league's got a seattle problem and they were good like they were perennially in the playoffs oh yeah but they won the super bowl <clears throat> went back the next year and lost and then that was it. And then the next thing you know, the defense, they're kind of turning on him. They lose Marshawn Lynch, Russell Wilson by the end of it. He ends up leaving, and uh, they were a little bit better with Geno Smith than I think people would have expected. Hell, they made the playoffs in 2022 with Geno yeah. Smith. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, 14 years, Pete Carroll, I mean, really turned his career around. After he left New England, he was great at Southern Cal, and then he you know gets out of Southern Cal right when the time was right to get out of Southern Cal, goes to Seattle, and turn them into a consistent consistent winner he's out and i don't know how much of the press conference you heard of him today but he was the same old positive energetic pete carroll 
You could tell that he was, you know, he still got coaching in him. I think he was bummed that this was the decision, but he wasn't going to go kicking and screaming. And, you know, Seattle also kind of throwing a ball. Like, oh, he's still he's going to be in the front office or whatever his job is. I don't know. I think if one of these, what is it now, seven teams, and the Patriots uh-huh. would make eight, one of these openings, and if they're doing the interviews, somebody's going to miss out on Belichick, someone's going to miss out on Vrabel. I could see Pete Carroll coaching a team next year. At the age of 72? I mean, yeah, but the guy's got like the energy What's of like a 20-year-old. The presidential race or the average age of a head coach in the NFL, for God's uh, sake. Presidential race will probably be older. Just by a whisker <laughs> at this point. Or what if, Rich? Yeah. What if uh-huh. Pete Carroll's like, you know what I've missed doing? Coaching college football. And there just happens They're to be a prestigious just... opening. Yeah. Well, really, uh, yes, if you missed that, uh, Nick Saban retiring from Alabama. Uh, kind of out of nowhere. I know he's old too. He's seventy-two, just like Pete Carroll is, one year older than Belichick. But that's the thirty-third NFL team. Like I know Georgia and Ohio yeah. State and you know Michigan now, but like it's really Alabama's at thirty-third. So mm-hmm. whoever they get to replace Saban, like that's I kind of consider that like another gig. And not that like Gerard Mayo or Mike Vrabel would be high on their list necessarily, but that's another. Like, would you rather coach Alabama or the Carolina Panthers? I feel like Alabama's a better job. They could probably, if, probably, I mean, they could pay you whatever they want down there. Okay, the Photoshop meme mock-up, et cetera, whatever you want to call it, is traveling around the, the Twix platform right now, you know, w- without need of people writing like, this is just a parody or I'm just joking, relax, everybody. But Belichick to Alabama <laughs> makes more sense than anything else. Why not? If yeah. he still has the energy to be a head coach, yeah. and he wants one other place for them to build him a statue, I mean, I'll tell you he what, he could s- not bring Bill O'Brien with him because the Alabama fans hate Bill not O'Brien and would that would not stand. Not a fan. I think uh, out of Belichick, Saban, and Carroll, I think Saban has is is the most likely to not be coaching a team next year. Yeah, he is. You don't think he's going to the NFL, do you, Saban? Yeah. Oh God, no! No, no, me neither. Okay, no, I definitely no, 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 no. And we can ex- we can we can further explore that in the at the top of the seven. That's vertical tease, everybody. Yes. Um, when we play, would you rather Wednesday? He was um, a horrible NFL coach. He just he was he, was he not was not good with Miami. And didn't isn't he the one who famously eschewed signing Drew Brees because of a shoulder issue and basically yes. setting the Dolphins back another fifteen years? Chose Dante Culpepper straight up over. Drew Brees, that was when Drew Brees was leaving the Chargers and joined the Saints, had a decent run there with the Saints, and he also had one of those famous press conferences where he's like, I am not going to Alabama. Two days later, he went to Alabama, blamed his wife. It was like a whole thing. You're like, all right. I mean, he's not the only coach you can't trust when they say anything, but he was he's one of the more famous ones. But yeah, I think <laughs> just, he's going to call. Yeah. That's probably going to be it for him. But just I just got a text from a friend who's just uh, just while we're here talking right now. Just said, uh, chaos theory, the true way to fix Mac Jones, hire Saban to coach the Patriots. <laughs> Get him his best season. Yeah, I guess. Well, no, you would need, uh, who was his Who was his offensive coordinator? Was it Steve Sarkeesian? Sark. Sark, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got to get Sarkeesian out of Texas. Who, who fixed bring him Texas here. and yeah. basically you know, had them within a play yeah. away from going to the finals where they could have lost by 30 points to Michigan. No, he sure did. But now the Seahawks are an opening. So right as of today, and it's kind of trickling out, you had a, a few firings in season, which led to interim coaches with the Raiders and the Chargers and the Panthers. And then you had uh, the Falcons and the Commanders on Black Monday. Then you kind of give it a little, give it a day. And then there's Mike Vrabel. Then you give it another day. Here comes Pete Carroll. 
So does that mean tomorrow, Bill Belichick, we're going to get the news about Bill Belichick? Or what remains the holdup in your mind with the Patriots? I don't <laughs> know. I mean, what is going on? Honestly, at this point now, like, where are we in these high leverage negotiations? Where are we in the multiple meetings? I mean, I don't think they want them. I don't think they want them because it is so up in the air that if they actually, honest to God, wanted them, and they being Robert and Jonathan specifically, if they wanted Bob's flight get delayed so they couldn't come in and do the performance review, you you watch the whole damn season, you've seen the last quarter century, you know what's going on. But if they wanted him, don't they come out and say he's coming back? And so we don't have to do this dog and pony Uh, show? unless, Unless they want him, but they want him on their terms. And so now maybe they slid the folder or they slid the piece of paper across the table. And then, you know, Belichick took the paper and looked at it and said, you know, give me a day or I'm going to have to think about this. I mean, they already forced Bill O'Brien on him last year. Like, they already did that. He was under contract. And like, hey, you were, we're changing the offensive coordinator. And he, like, he wanted Matt Patricia back. And so they made that change. And so... Yeah, I think he's gone. It's just a matter of what are they waiting for. And then there's two things. It's like, oh, you got to give him. You can't fire him in season, which I got. Like I, I, I got that because I also didn't even see really the advantage to it. And then it was you can't fire him on Black Monday because you don't want to lump him in with the other coaches. And you're like, all right, I guess. So then my point is just some other coach. This is the greatest coach of all time. (laughs) But now are you trying to give him his own day? Like you're still firing him. So you want it to be the only thing that comes out that day? They don't see. I don't think so. Rich, I don't think that. I mean, I can almost guarantee you that one thing the crafts who are ever mindful of optics, one thing that the crafts want to be extra mindful of is the word firing. Like they don't yes. want they don't want it to sound like he was fired. They want this to be. And the a Seahawks mutual- had a nice. Uh, they had a nice little press release today, and a nice. They had somebody in their graphics department put out who, a nice. Who, who had a nice state- one? The Seahawks. Seahawks today. Yeah, oh, that was lovely. I thought you know what? Very the, simple. I there thought that would be the kind of thing that would be served. Yeah, with like on like right next to that looked like a, a menu at a, like a very fancy corporate luncheon where there'd be Next. like a they would call steak Cote de Boeuf. Yeah. With like a burgundy sauce like, and like asparagus. Yeah. No prices on any of these menus, right? No prices. <laughs> nope. You just got to go in there. all market. They got the Seahawks little logo there, the little uh, bird with his little beak. Got him on the top. And then it says, uh, this is from uh, Jody Allen. After thoughtful meetings and careful consideration for the best interest of the franchise, we have amicably, I can't say that word, agreed no, with Pete Carroll that his role will evolve. From head coach to remain with the organization as an advisor. Pete is the winningest coach in Seahawks history, brought the city its first Super Bowl title, and created a tremendous impact over the past 14 years on the field and in the community. His expertise and leadership in building a championship culture will continue as an integral part of our organization moving forward. Pete will always be a beloved member of the Seahawks family. Look at that. You could just take, change out the Seahawk bird for Pat Patriot, and then uh-huh. swap out Coach Carroll for Coach Belichick, toss one Super Bowl for six, and you're pretty much good. You could do the same thing. And 14 years, change that out to uh, whatever it was, 23. I think you yeah. got something. Mm-hmm. So that's- I, but Pete's the kind of guy that's like, all right, like, what am I going to do? Fight this? No, okay. Like, I've made a lot of money. I at least have this job potentially. But if some team comes knocking, you got to let me out and go to that one, and then so be it. Whereas Bill Belichick, do you think Bill Belichick is going to uh, see in for the careful consideration, thoughtful meetings, and best interest of the franchise? 
Oh, I can't imagine. No. I, I, how, how are they going to word this? Like what? It, the longer this goes, the weirder it looks. Yeah. And, and the stranger it gets for all the fans. Like, why did it take so long? And no one's going to want to answer those questions. Someone's going to say, well, you know, like something this, you know, something this iconic, something this special takes time to unravel and undo. I or is mean, it just like Bill said, pay me my money? And the crafts are like, we don't want to pay you your money. We want to send you to Washington. He's like, I'll go there if I choose, but I'm not letting you do it for me. Right. And so now we basically just have like a stalemate or a Mexican standoff. We between do. the crafts and the team Belichick. Just an absolute staring contest going mm-hmm. on right now. And then at some point, too, you got to talk about like Mike Vrabel, Gerard Mayo. They seem to be the two favorite candidates to replace Belichick. Uh, has one of them been assured? Do they both think they're the head coach? Like, how do they, how do they go about it? And then does one miss out on another job? Like, depending on how long this plays out, like the whole thing is is odd. As we uh, continue to uh, count down the days, you know, it is six thirteen on Wednesday evening. Their last game was this past Sunday, and uh, Pete Carroll became the latest head coach. I'll call it fired. I mean, they the write up doesn't say fired in that one, but he was fired. They don't. They didn't want Pete Carroll to coach. Pete Carroll, if you heard him today, definitely wants to keep coaching. So Pete Carroll was fired, just like Bill Belichick will be fired now. I don't think it's going to say that either. I'm with you, Fitzy, but uh-huh. that's what it is. If Robert and Jonathan don't want him to be the coach, what else is that? That is that is a firing. So what do you guys do? You have any uh, new theories as to why no news on Bill Belichick still today? 617-779-7937, the number to jump aboard. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy. And right now here is Stiz with What's Trending. Now here's What's Trending on WEEI. All right, let's get you a quick update of the headlines with Trending, brought to you by FindMassMoney.gov. Let's start with some football news. Pete Carroll, who's been the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks for 14 seasons now, has been let go by the team in a statement released by the team's chair, Jody Allen. She also said Carroll is to remain within the Seahawks organization, but not as the team's head coach. Also breaking just a little bit ago, Nick Saban out at Alabama and is planning to retire. Saban was hired by the University of Alabama in 2007, has led the Crimson Tide program to six national championship wins and 11 Southeastern Conference championships. Celtics, they're home tonight at the Garden, where they are a perfect 17-0 on the season. Timberwolves are in town hoping to put an end to that streak, although the last time the Timberwolves beat the Celtics at home was March 6, 2005. Boston is the only remaining team to not lose a home game. The next best team is the one that's about to play, uh, Minnesota. They only have two home losses on the air. Tip-off from Causeway Street tonight, 7 p.m. Kristaps Porzingis out for the Celtics. However, Drew Holiday and Al Horford both available. Rudy Gobert is out for the Timberwolves. The Bruins lost on the road in Arizona last night, falling 3-4 to to the Coyotes in overtime. Linus Olmark sustained a lower body injury late in the game, had to be helped off the ice by two teammates. Bruins back on the ice tomorrow night when they'll be in Vegas to face the Golden Knights. Now that it's the new year, I'm sure we all want to take care of those holiday bills. You could have unclaimed money from a forgotten savings account, uncashed payroll checks, or a refund check that never got to you. Go to findmassmoney.gov today. It's a secure website. Takes only 30 seconds to search your name. That's findmassmoney.gov. It's fast. It's easy. It's free. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Keith Show coming right up. You can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Say W-E-E-I is a favorite and listen wherever you go. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on W-E-E-I. 
the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy here on WEEI, talking the news of the day. And for the second straight night, Fitzy, we're talking about a pretty good coach who is out. It was Mike Vrabel yesterday with Tennessee after six seasons, four winning seasons, three playoff appearances. And then Pete Carroll out as head coach of the Seattle Seahawks after 14 seasons, a Super Bowl win, two Super Bowl appearances, and yet still crickets on the Bill Belichick front. Let me so, ask you this, Rich. Go ahead. Will we? It's a Will We Wednesday here on uh-huh. WWE. One of the Rich best. Show. That's a great new segment. <laughs> no, and no one's ready for new segments on the fly like this guy right here. That's right. Will we hear about a, either a confirmation or dismissal of Bill Belichick before we hear of the Red Sox signing another player of any significance whatsoever. 100% the Bill news happens first. I can't tell you when that news is going to be, but I nope. know the other thing will not happen. No, nope. It's not a thing that's going to happen. We're going to get to this later as well, but uh, the the in not shocking news, John Henry and the ownership group will not be a part of Winter Weekend. This what? Can you, can you believe it? What do you mean? Yeah, they did, apparently they didn't like getting booed last year, and since that moment, things have only gotten much worse. What are they going to do, bring worse. in a loose cannon like Jonathan Papelbon to do a live show for the fans instead or something? Yeah, it's exactly what they're doing. The old, Get out the, of uh, here. The Cinco Ocho show. Shit. <laughs> it is. That's what they, I believe is what they're calling it. It's a direct <laughs> ripoff from Chad Johnson. <laughs> That was last year. That was uh, Hein Bloom, John Henry, and uh, Tom Warner trying to get a word in edgewise. Oh, my God. So the full throttle, the Charlie's Angels full throttle offseason has been a massive disappointment. They've got they've done nothing. They got Lucas Giolito, who nobody wants for a year, and then got rid of a couple players that actually helped the team last year and have done nothing else. They got Richard mm-hmm. Fitz. People like to have fun with Richard Fitz. Oh, yeah. I mean, if- that's it. Richard full Fitz throttle. is going to be full. Th- I love it. I love full also the fact throttle. that you're. I mean, you Charlie's are the Angels. Yeah. host of hashtag Dork. You know, Correct. now now uh, available for your uh, listening pleasure twice a week. I hear that's right. Coming to uh, a podcast device near you this week Very or nice. next week. Uh, yeah, only twice you the would fun. remember and be able to weave in the name of a f- vastly inferior <laughs> sequel. Into yeah, the uh, directed by the great uh, Mick G. Is that right? That's right. It was uh, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and Lucy Liu, the mm-hmm. Charlie's Angels. I think it was uh, Sam, what's his face, was the villain in the first one. And then the second one, I don't remember because I yeah. really tuned it out. All I know is they were full throttle, just like Tom yeah. Warner's offseason. And it is uh, has not been great. But still nothing on the Patriots front. So I don't know. Like, optimistic me says, all right, maybe they're trying to work on a trade, even though that's the reality is that probably is seeming a little bit more and more unlikely if – you know, Mike Vrabel's not getting traded. You would have maybe thought a team might be able to get something from Mike Vrabel, but he's just available to anybody who wants him right now. Pete Carroll, I, I wonder if with Pete Carroll, because he's under contract for Seattle, at least by the sound of it, if a team came knocking there, could you get like late compensation closer to the draft? Other teams Hall of Fame and talk about how much he really liked it there as opposed to where he currently was getting paid. <laughs> That's what you got to do. Yep. You got to get in there. You can rub elbows with him. It's not tampering because he's in the Hall of Fame. This is part of the weekend. That's still my conspiracy. that last night? My conspiracy was that Kraft rigged the voting, got Vrabel in here so he could talk to him straight up, also gauge the response to Vrabel coming back and Vrabel also getting a step foot there. It'd be a, it'd be a master, it'd be like a golden ticket idea if it was true. Yeah. Well, I, I, listen, I am, I am at peace 
at this point now, honestly, I, I don't say this to ordway it or just be capricious or like somebody who placates both sides. I am at peace, honestly, with whatever they decide because whoever <laughs> coaches, honestly, yeah, I just yeah. like I've, they've yeah. already beat me into submission. Yeah, I just at this point now, just make a decision and then allow us to start fawning over whether it's going to be because Caleb Williams is going to get selected first overall by the Bears. So let us just start wondering if it's going to be Marvin Harrison Jr., Jaden Daniels, or Drake May. That's all. I just don't want, and this is going to sound personal, and it's not. I don't even know these men. Mm-hmm. I just don't want Bill O'Brien or Josh McDaniels a part of the offense because I'm I'm getting to the point now where like my pipe dream of one of these young like Mike McDaniel, Sean McVay, 2.0s. That's expensive probably expensive sweatsuit people. Yep, these guys that have like thousand dollar sweatsuits. These guys, I feel like it's unlikely they come in here as the head coach, but maybe if it's Vrabel or Mayo as the head coach and they say, hey, Robert, we got to go outside. We got to change the offense. And if they do that, then I'd be a lot more accepting of Vrabel and Mayo. But if Vrabel and Mayo just look around, they're like, hey, yeah, that guy is familiar. That guy's worked here before. And it's more of McDaniels or more of O'Brien. Then I'm completely out on that part. Uh, Yeah. And you you don't want to run back. You don't want like during the break. Yeah. Another buddy texted me and said, you know, what's what's Mike Lombardi up to? The answer is appearing on Pat McAfee's show, doing his own podcast and promoting his book. But yeah. at this point now, Belichick also being called completely wrong, Lombardi. being completely wrong about Mike Vrabel's contract. <laughs> <laughs> Why not just get the 90s Browns gang back together in yeah. Foxborough and just have the old dogs run it back from the Twitch chat? Guy Manley wants to know, Fitzy, if you would want Arthur Smith as the offensive coordinator, reunite him with if it's Mike Vrabel, reunite the two failed head coach with the Falcons, but mm-hmm. did have a good offense. Got the Tannesance out of Ryan mm-hmm. Tannehill had a, you know, some great Derrick Henry seasons in there. Would you want to put those two guys together? I don't know, because he sure worked magic with uh, Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill and Vrabel a couple years ago. But with all of the assets he had in the, in Atlanta, yeah. like he was not able to cook even like a three-star meal. Like no, John Robinson, Drake London, not, uh, Kyle Pitts, none of them took off. Points per game last three years under Arthur Smith, 26th, 15th, and 26th. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a no for me, Doug. That's rough. Give me somebody from San Francisco. L.A., Miami, you got to overlap with one of the one of those guys. All right, let's go to the phones. What do you guys think? Let's go to uh, John in New Hampshire. He joins us next. What's going on, John? Hey, thanks for taking my call. I yep. love, your, love your show. Thank you. Here's, so my theory is um, Bill's, Bill's not getting fired because I think Kraft would have fired him by now. And I think the fact that he made that statement about being under contract the other day was pretty much telling the press, I'm under contract. Nobody's firing me. I think contract. there's a deal in place, but I think the I think the deal is with a team that's still in the playoffs. So nobody's everybody's staying tight until that team, whatever team that is, loses or wins the Super Bowl. But um, I'd like to hear your thoughts on what team that might be. But I think there's a deal in place, and they're just waiting for that team to be out of out of the playoff contention. Yeah, John, I I kind of I like that one. The problem is that could blow up in your face. Like I think Dallas would fire Mike McCarthy if they lose to the Packers this weekend. But if they win, that prolongs it another week. If they win again, prolongs it another week. If Dallas somehow puts it together and wins the Super Bowl, then you're keeping him. Like, mm-hmm. he's not going. I mean, you can't fire the guy after he wins the Super Bowl. How would you fire him? <laughs> okay, so who in the playoffs right now? Who There are there are still 14 teams. Two uh-huh. will not be playing this week because uh- they played extra good football this year. Correct. Good for them. Congrats. Who, uh, Cleveland? No. Houston? No. Miami, no. Kansas City, no. 
Green Bay, no. Detroit, no. It it's it can only really be like last night as we. I got that. three. I got three. I got three. Buffalo, Dallas, and maybe Tampa. Like I, I mean, maybe because they barely got into the playoffs. They eke their way in. If they get blown out by the Eagles at home, and and, and it's also you're not just replacing Todd Bowles for some other random coordinator. You'd be replacing him for Bill Belichick if in fact Bill wanted to go there. So I, that's why I would include them, and. Uh, I mean, we tossed about the Eagles. Like that, that Monday night game could be an interesting swing game. Like I think both teams, if they either team that loses that one, might kind of assess their situation going forward. And if you're like, hey, it's Bill Belichick, I don't know, would they go crazy? Or maybe they make that move. So I don't think the caller is that far off. I just think the only issue is it's almost impossible to have that deal set and ready to go. Yeah, you know, because those guys could all keep coaching their teams. They all have a chance to to win this weekend. They all have a chance to go pretty far in the playoffs, but. The longer this goes on, I'm with you. Like it's it's hard to then now just simply fire them because you could have done that Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, and you didn't do that. After several days of negotiations, conversations, dialogues, review, analysis, and more, uh, we decided, yeah, Bill's done. Okay, great. You couldn't have just <laughs> yeah. done that Monday. Oh no, because right. he deserved better. How about Tuesday? Right. Nope. It's like if you had the guy fired back in Germany, like why did you have to take two and a half more months in order to actually let the people know? What would you, Rich, if you had to mathematize this, okay. if you will. Can do. It, it, okay, if you had to put a percentage on this, what percentage now says Belichick is staying versus what percentage says he's probably going elsewhere? Oh, I still think it's 99% elsewhere. You're at 99 yeah, 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 yeah. still? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think he's gone. I think he is. I mean, every day that goes on, I think you can't, I guess you can't have it at 100% because it hasn't happened yet, but... I would be the most shocked if ultimately he was just back. Where are you at percentage wise? Seventy five, twenty five. Seventy five gone. Yeah. Oh, okay. So still, yeah. So still the majority, but, uh, but it's gone. significantly more than like yourself or yeah. Andy Hart or yeah. anybody else. Oh yeah, who no, you're giving him a chance. Speaks yeah. of this football team and its future all the time. Yeah, I do think that uh, it's not surprising that Kraft is trying to find like really thread the needle as to like what is the best way of doing this and you know what Bill Belichick of all coaches should you know you give him all the respect in the world but if at the end of the day you don't want him coaching your football team anymore you have to move on you have to get the next coaching staff in place because even if you're just promoting Mayo or if you're bringing in Vrabel I would hope there's a lot of other moving parts on the staff the general manager right we were talking about this the other night there's no head coach in the NFL that has as much roster power as Bill Belichick. So when you move on from Bill, I can't imagine you're going to hire the next guy and say, you're going to just take on Bill's responsibilities there too. Like, no way. So you also need to get a GM in here and make sure that they're all on the same page. So it's not as simple as, well, Mayo was the coach in waiting, so we're good. It's like, no, you, you have a lot of other things to, to address. Yeah. I, and I gotta say like the hand wringing, and the the wrist slapping that's going on in social media and in discussions over like let's just say you're somebody who at this particular point feels like uh, a fresh set of voices and more than just a new coat of paint on the establishment would benefit the team in a lot of different ways all of a sudden that makes you ingrateful deserving of a damned apocalyptic terminator style football future an ingrate uh and an idiot as well and i i swear like, yeah. I don't know what people find like it just makes the whole entire scenario and the whole scene seem so unappealing to me like guys 
I hate to say it, like I know Hart was freaking out about how bad attendance was the other day at the game, and oh boy, the best fans in the world couldn't even show up to say farewell to the Phil, best coach of all time. They did not. Well, the weather was pretty miserable. The, the game itself was pretty miserable. There were a million different things that could have prevented people from going to the game. But it's not like you had 65,000 people at every game all season, then all of a sudden there was this precipitous drop-off. All season long, from the very get-go, Right after the Eagles game, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After they dropped to 0-2 especially. When Tom Brady was there. So in hindsight, having him go the first game was... It peaked at halftime when Brady yeah. ran out in a that woman's medium uh, Patriots jersey. <laughs> Imagine if Brady was at that last game, if the plan was have him at the final game. In the snow? Yeah, yeah. in the snow. You would have and had... you know what? The stadium would have been packed. It would have been packed. It yeah. would have been, but it, like it been. all season long. From all of the lots I walked to, all the tailgates I visited, all the Pats fans I conversed with, they all kept saying the same thing. Like, yeah, he may be back because there's no better coach, but everything feels effed up around here, and we yes. need something to change. Like, How many articles do we need to read that that just map out how screwed up everything people was? People are just tired of, like, yeah. you know, just, like, all the same, like, oh, you know, we're, we're best of the football team, we're going to bet. Like, no. no, we've just watched it get worse and worse and yeah. worse and worse. And eventually it's sort of like, nah, you know, it was, uh, it was bad conditions. Like, honestly, Dad, at some point <laughs> we're going to have to take the keys because we're not going to have you just ha get into a header on the highway. It was not a good product this year. That was the other part of it, it is, awful. like, what the entertainment value was low. Uh, back to the phones. Dan is in Dover. What's going on, Dan? Uh, how are you guys? Thank you for taking my call. Hopefully no your families are staying safe during these uh, recent uh, bad, horrible winter oh, days. Brutal, um, yeah. So my question yeah. is, yeah. Um, Thank you. if – if uh, Rabel is, um, you know, a.k.a. the chosen one to replace Bill Belichick, how yep. many of his Titan players um, would follow him? You know, I'm thinking that the Patriots could use another running back. Um, Derrick Henry I wouldn't mind having on the Patriots. I'm just curious to see what you guys' thoughts is on that. Well, it's very uh, funny you mentioned yeah, that, uh, sir. Uh, Rich, I'm not sure if you saw this, but uh, I think it's Jeffrey Simmons, the big bad, li big bad defensive lineman for the Titans? Tennessee Titans. Yes. Put up on his Instagram stories something along the lines of like this goes deeper than just like appreciation like love. Oh, they, love they, they love Rabel. They love. That's the thing. They love. Him. I really think that internally there is dismay, shock, and surprise. Oh, they're so pissed there. And then plus, whoever they bring in, like good luck, good luck to that guy. I don't know yeah. what direction they're going to go in there. But they're also, I mean, unless you think Will Levis is definitely the guy, that's another team that might be in search of a quarterback, but also does not have a ton of talent. But, yeah, all those guys, current and former Titans were all shocked by the news, couldn't believe yep. it. And mm -hmm. even, like, nationally, and maybe because people, like, you know, a lot of national guys probably like Vrabel, but even nationally they were like, all right, so now the Titans have to add finding a good head coach to their list because they just had a good head coach, and they let him walk out the door. What does the new coach say? You, I think you were just no. intimating as much, too. What does the new coach say, like, I understand that you guys all really liked the previous guy and he experienced some success, but there's going to be a new sheriff in town. Shut up! I just feel all right, yeah. we're off to a great start. And like, there's no way that that team, in my eyes, gets the Jim Harbaugh, Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll. Like, I think they're going to probably oh, go down the route. Suck. They're going to go down the route of like an offensive coordinator, and then I, even that's what I want. I, that can be a little bit dicey, and if you don't have the quarterback, you end up like Arthur Smith, who was a hot candidate three years ago. Didn't find the quarterback in Atlanta. They never really invested in the quarterback draft pick wise, like high draft pick wise or money wise, and then he was out. So I mean that Tennessee job I don't think is necessarily a great one 
as you just want to see. You want to see. I know what you want to see. You want to see like what Mike McDaniel has on all those plays. You want to see nonstop motion. Yes. You just want like guys flying around the formation the whole time. What to whatever it is they're doing to what yeah. to what Chuck degree it. or avail they're actually incorporated into the offensive offensive play. You just care. want to see things look different. So things move. I don't know. Well, also to not even necessarily the scheme. I need guys that are fast, and that's something that they need to find. And not just you know, oh, Tyquan Thornton ran a good forty times. Like no, they need to be football fast. I'm looking for some football fast. Uh, let's go to Eddie in the car. He joins us next year on the program. What's up, Eddie? Rich, I hope you're well. I miss you midday. Yeah, same. Um, you know, you know this thing with Belichick. It's funny. Listen, a lot of people insisting he's definitely going to stay. He's definitely going to stay. And it's like, I hate to tell him, but it's like waiting for a bus that ain't coming. He's done. And the reason why he's done is because the old man made up his mind a while ago. And listen, these talking heads that we all know, they know what's going on. They got to be careful what they say, but. Everybody knows that Belichick's out. They're trying to figure what their next step is, and he's out the door. And I'll tell you, I personally, I think if they keep him, I think that 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 the that the fans are going to want um, the owner's head. I mean, really, I think the I think the majority of the fans have had just enough of this, and we're tired of the losing. It gets old every week after week after week. It gets old, Rich. I agree with you, Eddie. I think he's gone as well. Um... It's just, are they trying to get something for him, or are they just trying to find a way where they don't look like the bad guy? And I think to Eddie's point, if they keep him, Kraft's going to look like the bad guy in the eyes of many, maybe the uh, the slight majority. But if he lets him go and just straight up fires him, there's a lot. We talk to people every night, Fitzy, that that want him back and and think yep. that it'd be crazy to move on. Who's a better coach yeah, right, right now? Right. right. So we who's going to make this team better next year? Um. It's not just about, like, I hate to say it, but at this point, he is so firmly entrenched in every aspect of the day-to-day operations uh, of this football team that it's not just about, like, you know, Edelman, all these guys have said, like, whatever Bill says to you on a Tuesday or a Wednesday usually happens on a Sunday. He gets it. But yeah. the problem is the same guy is also the one who's in charge of hiring and informing and discussing things with the coordinators and making sure they have everything that they need and running the draft and a lot of these things and developing the quarterback mm-hmm. and handling the emotions. And, and, and these things just haven't gone well. Uh, what? Okay. So real if, quick, real quick, Fitzy, let's go to, uh, this is the first time on this program. Let's go to the poll desk where Stiz is standing by with the results of a poll. Stiz. That's right. Mr. Keefe. Uh, last night I saw a poll on NBC Boston. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for 40, this. 44% give me variable 42%. I'm still for bill. Wow. 5% so, Mayo. Five percent other or eight percent other, man. Yeah, see, but that's forty-two percent. People are still for Bill. People are Mayo's sleeping like on other. They should sleep- just pull out now. <laughs> They're sleeping on other. They're sleeping on other. You gotta. I mean, there's. It could be anybody. It could be literally anybody in the other category. Nobody wants other. Nobody really wants Mayo. You notice yeah. that? They're like, well, if Vrabel's, if if you don't want Bill, you want Vrabel, or you just want Bill. That's kind of what it comes down to now. Now that Mike Vrabel, you know, yesterday became available. A lot of people want him. I know you do as well, Fitzy. We talked about it yesterday on the show. Yep. You you want Vrabel. Nobody really wants Mayo. Michael, I don't know if Mayo would stay on the staff with Vrabel. Personally, I wouldn't. But I don't I don't know Mayo well enough or at all to even speak to to what he would decide. And, and here's a little bit of a pickle the Patriots are, are oh, Patriots finding pickle. themselves in or a corner they may be painting themselves in. Whatever day you decide you are moving on from Bill Belichick, whoever the next coach may be, uh, okay, so Belichick is going to at least need a day 
just unto himself to announce that respect the career quarter century of greatness no one will ever be better blah 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 then you're going to have to wait a couple of days until you announce mayo or like they're not going to want to make the same announcements on both days so now this is like get ready for this to get dragged out yeah. well into the middle like at least to divisional weekend well and that's the thing was we had uh, somebody on the text line saying that roger goodell probably doesn't want the patriots to hijack wild card weekend it's like well I don't like what's the choice divisional round conference championship Super Bowl like you don't want him to I mean it's kind of out of his hands I mean even if he could pick a perfect time for it it's going to be a major major story Robert, could gonna, you maybe announce yeah, it on Pro Bowl <laughs> games weekend please yeah exactly all right you can weigh in here 617-779-7937 as we follow what's going on in the uh, world of NFL coaches Bill Belichick's still here but Mike Vrabel and Pete Carroll are out also if you Want to include Nick Saban. He's also out. He's retiring from Alabama. All that on the table for you. It is a uh, Would You Rather Wednesday. We've got some of those questions coming up as well. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy here on WEEI. You can watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash Boston WEEI. And check out WEEI on YouTube for our video on demand content updated daily. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy Weei. Let's get a quick bet to Jor in sure. before the uh, the night games get going. Then we'll get back to your thoughts on the uh, NFL coaching uh, carousel that is, and the latest with the New England Patriots, which same as yesterday and same as the day before. Uh, Celtics in action tonight. Good one for the Seeds taking on the Timberwolves. Uh, however, no Kristaps Porzingis, no Rudy Gobert. But still, you have two of the best teams in uh, the entire NBA. Uh, I'll start there. I'm going to go. In fact, it is the, yeah, it's the two best records in the league. The Celtics are 28 and 8. The T-Wolves are 26 and 10. And I love Anthony Edwards. I've definitely taken Anthony Edwards over bets before uh, this year. But I'm going to go with under 29 and a half points. Seems like a big number. It's uh, It's above his season average. The Celtics still have... Drew Holiday, Derek White, Jalen Brown, all to run at him. And just because Rudy Gobert is not playing, he's not like a big scoring threat anyway. So it's not like, you know, Carl Anthony Towns is out and Edwards is going to get so many more shots. So Edwards can still have a good night and go below the 29 and a half. So that is my official bet du jour. Well, the stats and numerics and bots would support that, Rich, because according to our friends at StatMuse, Mm. Anthony Edwards has averaged 27.8 points, 6.5 rebounds, and 5.8 assists in six games versus the Celtics in his career. How do you like that? Pretty good. And he was great as the villain in that Adam Sandler basketball movie, Hustle. Was he? Was that him? Yeah, that was him. Oh, I didn't even know that. I forgot the guys. It was a Kermit something or whatever. He He was good. Yeah, he was the villain. You did a nice job. All right, what is your uh, bet du jour? I was so tempted to go with, see, it feels like everyone is going to be all over the Celtics tonight because yeah. Minnesota's plane was arriving late due to all the weather in the Northeast and blah, blah, blah. But Minnesota plays the Celtics really well. That said, I uh, love second-guessing my initial bet, so I'm going to pick something that's gonna, definitely going to lose. Sure. Um, I'm going to take uh, Victor. You know, last night I had uh, Sacramento versus Detroit over under 240. I said under. It finished with 241 points. Nice job. Yeah. Let's go right back to the well in Detroit tonight. Let's go with Victor Wembenyama over 21 and a half points at Detroit. All right. Like that one. And Stiz, what do you got tonight, sir? 
I'm going to take the Timberwolves uh, on the money line. That's what I'm going to take. <laughs> I almost just told you to go F yourself All on the right. radio. All right. How about yeah. that? Yeah, plus Wait, 10. Wait, you I think they're going to win? I, they're like 10 and a half point dogs. That's a good bet, Stiz, if you yeah. like the juice. No, yeah, I do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I he do. does. Yep. That's plus 380. Let's go. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean, let's go? It's the T-Wolves. I was rooting for the T-Wolves. Bet big or go home. I guess so. Wow. All right. There's Stiz. Big uh, T-Wolves guy. Yeah, you're going to find a little Joe Missoula of the town style note attached to the window of your your house. When I, you go I almost played that sound in my trending, but I don't do audio in my first trending because we have nine hours of commercials, but that was such a funny <laughs> audio bit. That, that was, was great, right? That was not bad. All right, let's go back to the phones with you guys here on uh, WEI. We got uh, Jeff in New Bedford. He joins us next. What's going on, Jeff? Hello. 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 Hey, how you doing? Doing great. Uh-huh. Is it great? All right, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, my question is, like, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan for whole, my whole life. Nice. And there's no way I want Belichick there as a coach. No. They don't need him. No, now, they do don't. You, they do have you think... a very good defense. They have right. a very good offense. He's not going to do it. I mean, he's more focused on his, I think, his sons, you know, coaching them up for defense. That's Jeff, That's real quick, as, as a Cowboys fan, do you think if they lose this weekend, Jerry Jones would make a switch? Whether it's Belichick or somebody else, do you think he'd get rid of Mike McCarthy? It's a coin to us. Okay. All right. There you go. All right, thanks for the call, Jeff. Uh, I just think I if, do. If, I, do. I, I think Can he's I gone. I think he's that? gone. I think Jerry Jones, yes, I think he's gone. I, if, if they lose. Now, I don't know how many rounds he needs to win. Even if he loses in the divisional round, I think it might be up for grabs. Uh, NFC, cha- I think it's NFC Championship or like the heat gets turned up. Do they haven't been to the high. conference championship since '95? Since the days of uh, yeah. Niners and Cowboys, wash, rinse, repeat. Aikman, Irvin, and Smith, and all those big fellows up front, and then the nasty defense. Like they haven't been there since '95, and that's not all McCarthy. Obviously, they've had a bunch of coaches, but still, I think. If they can't break through, they got a good team this year. The caller's right. I mean, the offense and the defense are good. You got the best defensive player in the league. You got uh, Dak Prescott led the league in touchdown passes this year. He had a great year. Uh, CeeDee Lamb far and away led the league in catches. He was awesome. He, he went the second half of the year. He was crazy. They moved him into the slot. He yeah. went off. Because he was pissed early on in the season. They weren't getting the ball enough. And he was right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so changed Tony their Pollard bust CeeDee Lamb massive success yeah definitely all right one hour down three hours to go here on the rich keith show we'll get back to your phone calls plus we have some would you rather wednesday questions coming up next on the rich keith show with fitzy weei